Welcome to Laws of Legacy. I'm your host, Delana Barbie, the around the way lawyer. I help everyday entrepreneurs like you protect, build, and secure their assets and leave a lasting legacy. Each week, I'll bring you information on the legal, financial, business, and other topics to take you from hustler to boss. If you're down for the ride, buckle up and listen in. Before we jump into this episode, remember, even though I'm a lawyer and legal topics may be discussed, this is not legal advice and I'm not your lawyer. This is general educational information to get you thinking. Speak to a lawyer if you have any questions about your specific situation. And with that, let's get going. When creating and growing your business, you want to identify the various opportunities for creating additional value. Why? Because if your business is going to be a way for you to leave an impactful legacy, it needs to be valuable, not just now, but in the long run. One way to create this value is to seek trademark registration where possible. Trademarks are a type of property, intellectual property to be specific. When you own the rights to a trademark for a type of good or service, you are presumed to be the exclusive owner of that trademark for the type of good or service in the jurisdiction that the trademark was registered in. If you do business across state lines, you can pursue federal trademark registration, which generally means that you are presumed to be the exclusive owner of that trademark for the type of good or service throughout the country. In this episode, I will provide some tips on how to identify what can be trademarked in your business. Again, this is general in nature. So of course, there could be instances where something specifically is different because of your situation, but this is some general information just to get you started. And so I hope it helps you to start to think about trademarks in your business, what you may have, and then you can work with the appropriate professionals, as I will discuss uh, during this chat as well, to make sure that what you do have as trademarks or what you do have as potential trademarks can be registered. So first, what do trademarks even protect? Trademarks identify the source of goods and services provided. You can think of trademarks as protecting your brand. I think that's the easiest way for sometimes people to conceptualize it and think about it. Trademark protection can be given to several different things. So first, trademark protection can be given to words or phrases. So when you think about that, for example, Nike has the just do it phrase as well. So that's one if you want to consider words and phrases. Second, trademark protection can be given to symbols and designs. So if you think again, using the Nike example, the swoosh logo that they use, trademark protection can be given to colors. So if you consider the Tiffany blue or T-Mobile's magenta color that they use, those are all colors that are trademarked. And then trademark protection can also be given to sounds. So you can think of the you've got mail for AOL or the ding, ding, ding from NBC. So it doesn't sound like that, obviously, because it's me doing it, but sounds. So again, trademark protection can be given to words or phrases, symbols or designs, colors or sounds. Again, what's important is that the trademark is identifying the source of the goods or services. 
So now that we've gotten that out of the way, second, you want to identify what you have in your business that is a word or phrase, similar design, color or sound that identifies your business, your company. So the first thing you might want to consider is your logo. Do you have a logo that you use in connection with your business, the services you provide or the products you provide? Consider the name of your business. Consider if you use any taglines in your business. Do you have particular names of your products? Do you have particular names of your services? Do you have a program that you offer and have you named that? Are you a producer and have a producer tagline? Any specific brand identifiers that you have in your business, pull those all together. I think one of the easiest ways to do this exercise is to have a spreadsheet that you're listing all of these different things out. If you don't have a spreadsheet, just take a notebook and start to write all of this stuff out and figure out what you have that identifies the brand of your business. After talking about that, you might have identified your logo, the name of your business tagline, a product or service name, whatever it may have been. You have to also think about the strengths of the marks. So trademark protection isn't given to just any name, anything that you have out there. I'll get into that. So we are going to want to do this exercise to help you figure out, okay, what is actually reasonable for me to expect that I could possibly get a trademark in? An attorney can certainly help in this step. But I want to give you an idea of how to at least get started as well. So the first thing I want you to think about is the mark generic. So a generic mark basically means it's a common no name of the product or service. So are you trying to register ice cream shop for an ice cream shop or chocolate sundae for a chocolate sundae that you're selling? It's probably not going to happen that you're going to get that trademark um, once you try to seek trademark registration because you're just describing what you are offering and you can't really claim that you're the exclusive owner of that when other parties are using the same name to describe the product because that's what it's commonly known as. The second thing I want you to think about is the mark descriptive, meaning does the mark just describe what you're selling? So if you have a chocolate sundae that you're selling, is the chocolate sundae cold and chocolatey? If so, that's probably just going to be a descriptive term, unlikely to receive trademark protection because you're literally just describing the product that you're selling. It's very clear, cold and chocolatey. Anyone selling a chocolate sundae, probably cold, probably chocolatey. So that could be a problematic term as well. You at least want to try to get to the point of your mark being suggestive. A suggestive mark will give the consumer, whoever's purchasing the product or service, an idea and a hint at what it is, but it's not just describing it the way that a descriptive term does. So for example, Netflix, Blockbuster, it gives you a hint at what it is that they're providing, right? The line between a descriptive mark and a suggestive mark can be thin, of course, as you're probably guessing from what you're hearing right now. So you want to be cautious with these marks. And if you have a mark of this nature, again, this is probably one that you're going to want to have a lawyer coming in and helping you out on because it is such a thin line there. If you start to be more confident in your mark, if it is arbitrary. So an arbitrary mark is going to be more protective than a suggestive mark is going to be. An arbitrary mark is a common term, but it's used for a service or good that's unrelated. So you can think of this as Apple. 
Apple is not selling apples. Apple has computers and phones. So think about it that way with it. You can also, as another example, with Puma for shoes. Puma's not selling Pumas, but they're selling Puma shoes, Puma sneakers. Again, it's a word that's a common word, a word that we use, but it is used in connection with a good or a service that's completely unrelated to what the word is. And then lastly, fanciful and coin marks are given a lot of protection as well. These words are totally made up. So you're just creating it. And again, this is very strong to identify the source of the good or service because it's completely made up. So clearly it's from this particular source. You can consider Google or Kodak for this because Google is a web search engine. So it's not going to immediately make you think about that or describe it. And Kodak related to cameras and things. Kodak, you're not going to automatically think about photography when you're thinking of Kodak. We may now because it's such a famous brand, but it's unique to them. It's not describing the actual product. So to quickly summarize, you want to figure out what you have in your business that's a word or phrase, symbol or design, color or sound that's identifying a particular good or service from your business. And you want to evaluate how strong that is and possibly work with an attorney to help you to evaluate the strength of your mark. Now it's beyond the scope of today's episode, but I want to talk about what might happen next. What could be the next steps? And the next steps would be getting a trademark search and then possibly the trademark application. The search helps to ensure that no one else is using the mark for the same or similar goods or services. You can, of course, do an initial search using Google, the USPTO.gov website, even your state or other state websites that might have state level trademarks. However, I would suggest having a trademark lawyer complete a more complete search for you and help you to interpret the results of what you found or what they've found based upon their experience. They can give you some additional feedback um, because sometimes the way that you may interpret it may not be exactly correct just because it's not something you do all the time. So reach out to a trademark lawyer to help you complete a trademark search and help you to interpret the results of what was found. If you feel comfortable at that point, You can work with your lawyer to help you complete the appropriate trademark application so that you can apply for trademark registration. You are not required to have a lawyer do the application, but again, it is a suggestion to help ensure that you have a strong application based upon what you want to do with the mark in your business. So your lawyer is helping you think through the strategy and help you move forward. If you would like to get started on protecting your trademark, my firm, Barbie Law Boutique, would love to chat about serving you. You can feel free to visit my website at www.barbielawonline.com. That's Barbie, B-A-R-B-E-E, lawonline.com. And you can request a session to discuss your business and your trademark strategy. If maintained, your trademark can outlast you and be not only a symbolic representation of what you built, but actual value to your loved ones. We will definitely talk more on future episodes about trademarks. So if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're listening to it on right now. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss a thing. 
And I'd love it if you take a moment to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to podcasts, because that'll help others to find the podcast. Lastly, if you missed anything at all, if you're looking for a link to something or someone I've mentioned, or just for more, visit our show notes page. The link is in the podcast episode description. Talk to you next time.